0: Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. If you love Wisdom's Echo and want to invest in the lives of our speakers, head to patreon.com slash Wisdomsecho, where for as little as two dollars a month you can help us deliver the same impactful content you enjoy. Hey y'all! Thanks so much for joining us today on Wisdom Zeco. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and jump right in, and I uh, just really hope that this. Podcast is a great encouragement to you Um, for you to be able to lift up your head. I pray that the Holy Ghost would just allow this wind to move on the inside of you, um, that you would be stirred to to have a second wind, um, to be encouraged to lift up your head, if you will. Uh, Believe it or not, when I was in high school, I ran cross country uh, in track and field. And and so like we would train and we didn't do extremely long runs, um, but they were, you know, six to seven miles a day we would run at a time, and and it got to a point when we first started that we just could not find our breath. And so, like, it was painful, it was difficult, um, but we would run, but we had trouble breathing. And then it got to a point to where you kind of get your breathing under control, and you catch what they call a second wind. Uh, and then it's just a matter of your legs tiring out. Um, and when you get in that mode, you just feel like you can keep running um, until your your legs give out on you. Um, and I know that's a, a difficult thing to imagine. Um but I just want to to continue to encourage you. Uh, I just feel like that there are a lot of people um, currently who are dealing with uh, a lack of encouragement, um, a lack of confidence, a lack of ability, and and so I just pray that this is an encouragement for you to lift up your head. I've been reminded lately of how important it is for you and I to build one another up. Like, what would it look like if you and I begin to cover each other and 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 Build one another up to a degree that we could see no wrong, we could see no, uh, we could see no failure in each other. We just had all the confidence in the world, and I've noticed how great leaders carry an ability to encourage, and it's almost as though their own belief causes others to believe. And so my desire today is that that my belief in you causes you to believe in you. In Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 and 7, um, there's just one statement that I want to draw out of this passage of Scripture, and it says, be strong and of a good courage. Now, now these two verses carry a theme that I want us to remember. Um, number one, it says to be strong and of a good courage. Now, these words do not mean to have physical strength and a lack of fear, and I've spent a majority of my life believing that. But in Hebrew, strong is a word called kazak, and this is made up of ket, zayin, and kuf, and in Hebrew, courage is almatz, which is aleph, mem, and zadi. Now, this is a reminder to me of the importance of a relationship with strength and courage, the living beings that Yahweh has um, given to us to be, um, uh, be those that assist us in our walk with Him. So Yahweh was not simply commanding Joshua to be physically... Um, strong and possess the characteristics of strength. He was commanding Joshua to become strong, and Yahweh was not commanding Joshua to be able to to face pain or grief. He was commanding Joshua to become courage. And so my encouragement to you today— is that you and I will walk with a confidence that we are able to become strength, and we're able to become courage. So for you and I to truly believe that Yahweh desires the best for us, we have to first position ourselves in Him. Now, you may have heard me talk about this position of in Him before, but whenever I was a kid, I go back to this one thought where, where, you know, I'm the oldest of five kids, and so it was always, a party around our house. I, I'm. I'll be 37. Or shoot, I'm 37. I will be 38 um, in June. But I have got all the way down to a 22 year old uh, baby brother, and so um, we would always just kind of like cut up and play. But our favorite time was whenever our dad came home from work, and he would just kind of wrestle with us in the living room, and we would crawl on his back, and you know, like we would play like rodeo where he would try to buck us off, and he would protect us. And and this is the part um, that is probably the most significant to me is there was some. That we called the bear cave. Now, what the bear cave was was a position that my dad would take and he would get on his hands and knees and he would allow me and my brothers and my sister to just kind of crawl around him nearby. But whenever we thought that we needed to be protected, we would all kind of crawl underneath his stomach um, while he was on his hands and knees. And we would say, like, get in the bear cave, get in the bear cave, and we would all get in. But the the most fascinating part about the bear cave to me was it was a place where we felt protected it was a place where we felt safe and it was a, a place where we felt covered because we knew that our dad was such a good dad that he was looking out for us right and and I feel like this is the invitation that yahweh is giving us is to to basically position ourselves in him is like we get in the bear cave and and it's that all the care and the worries and the fears um, that we may entertain outside of him no longer exist when we allow ourselves to be positioned in the center of who he is. And so whenever you and I become strength and we become courage, I believe that that can only take place when we are properly positioned in Yahweh, in him, in the position that he's prepared for us. So when I talk about lifting up your head, one of the the greatest passages of Scripture to me is found in Psalm 24, and I just want us to read verses 1 through 10. Starting in verse 1, it says this, "...the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods or waters. Who may ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who may stand in his holy place?" He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob, Selah, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. Selah. So when we begin to allow ourselves to meditate on this, we, we first see that when Yahweh addresses us, he calls us gates. He tells us to lift up our head. And he says, O ye gates, found in verse seven and in verse 10 here. And then it, it is that we are also the everlasting doors. And, and that whenever we allow ourselves to be lifted up and opened up, this is when the king of glory is capable of, of coming in and ruling and reigning in us. And that, of course, is Yahweh. But when you and I lift up our heads, we give ourselves permission to focus on a higher truth. So once we allow our focus to shift, then everything aligns itself with our new perspective. The lifting up gives access to the King of glory coming in, and His coming brings perfection to everything that He encounters. I'm so grateful even that His coming is not contingent upon my ability to perform well it is simply that that he he calls us qualified and he desires to abide in us so it begins with us and not only is lifting our heads uh, the 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 great reward. But once we lift up our heads, then you and I are able to help others lift their heads. And so whenever we talk about this encouragement, I want to read this little silly story to you. Uh, but I hope that this kind of encourages you a little bit. Um, this story is actually a story uh, of a frog. And it, it says this, you may have heard this before, um, but, but please just hear it again today. A group of frogs were hopping contently through the woods and they were going about their froggy business when two of them fell into this deep pit. Now all the other frogs gathered around the pit to see what could be done to help their companions. And when they saw how deep the pit was, they agreed that it was hopeless and told the frogs in the pit that they should prepare themselves for their fate because they were as good as dead. Now it sounds like they probably needed some new friends, but unwilling to accept this terrible fate, the two frogs begin to jump with all their might. And some of the frogs shouted into the pit that it was hopeless and that the two frogs wouldn't be in that situation if they had been more careful or more obedient to the froggy rules or even more responsible. But the other frogs continued sorrowfully shouting that they should save their energy and just give up because they were already as good as dead. But the two frogs continued jumping with all their might. Now after several hours of this, they became quite weary And finally, one of the frogs took heed to call to all the calls of his fellow frogs. He was exhausted, and he quietly resolved himself to his fate, so he laid down at the bottom of the pit, and he died. And the other frog continued to jump as hard as he could, although his body was racked with pain, and he was quite exhausted. And once again, the companions began yelling for him to accept his fate, stop the pain, and just die. The weary frog jumped even harder and harder, and... and in wonder of wonders, he finally leaped so high that he sprang himself from the pit. So amazed, the other frogs celebrated his freedom, and gathering around him, they asked, Why did you continue jumping when we told you it was impossible? And the astonished frog explained to him that he was deaf, and he saw their gestures and shouting, and he thought that they were actually cheering him on. So what he had perceived as encouragement inspired him to try hard. And succeed against all odds. So, it goes on. The commentary says that that it contains a powerful lesson that there's life and death in the power of in in the power of the tongue. And your encouraging words can lift someone up, and they can even help them and encourage them. But destructive words can cause deep wounds that that may even destroy someone's desire or confidence to even continue trying. And so, be careful of what you say. Speak life to those who cross paths with you. There is an enormous amount of power in your words. And if you have words of kindness or praise or encouragement, speak them now to and about others. Listen to your heart and respond to that because someone somewhere is waiting for your kind and encouraging words. And so today, I just want to encourage you again to lift up your head that you could be not only strong and of a good courage, but that you can become strength and you can become courage because when we allow ourselves to just develop a relationship and walk alongside these beings, then it becomes something that you and I are able to tangibly express that could be life changing. You never know who's going to be in the bottom of that well that fell in there and and maybe... Um, even entertaining voices that said you should have been more careful. You should have been more responsible. You should have paid better attention. But, but if you allow yourself to be one that encourages, then it may just help push them to that point where they leap high enough to get out of that low spot. And I believe that that is the light that Yahweh has called for you and I to be, that we would be those that are a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. We are the salt of the earth. We are, um, that that brings seasoning and flavor and and prosperity and joy and hope to the world, because there is a hurting world that has need of the light that you and I carry. So family, we thank you again for your engagement. It's it's such an honor and privilege to be a part of this with all these amazing men and women uh, who do these podcasts. And we just thank you for taking the time to listen and, and set yourselves uh, to join yourselves with us in this journey that Yahweh has us on. So we love you, so grateful for you, and look forward to the opportunity to do this again.